So we are starting a new chapter today. This is from Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 17. This chapter is Lord Krishna's description of Varnashrama system. We finished a chapter which was called the Lord's Opulence. So now we are going to have an idea about Varnashram. What are the Varnas that are there in this world? And how do we see this universe from the different Varnashram system? <coughs> so this is the first verse. Sri Uddhava said, My dear Lord, previously you described the principles of devotional service that are to be practiced by the followers of the Varnashrama system and even ordinary unregulated human beings. My dear lotus-eyed Lord, now please explain to me how all human beings can achieve loving service unto you by the execution of their prescribed duties. So this is a chapter based on which Varna you have belonged to and what is the Actually, Varna has been misinterpreted by everybody as a caste system. The caste system is something which we have thought of as, you know, derogatory. It has never been considered, caste is never considered as something good. And for that reason, everybody has in India done something which is very unique. And what is that? They have said that I am a Brahmin, somebody else is a Shudra, somebody else is a Vaishya and so on and so forth. And we belong to the Kshatriya caste. This has created so many divisions. The reason why Krishna has come up with this answer, you know, there is an answer which Krishna is going to give. And based on your Varanashrama system, you have a certain task to be performed. Now, what are those tasks? These are the things we are going to discuss in this chapter. In this, there was one other thing which he mentioned over here. Unregulated human beings. This word has been used over here. I will read the line once again. My dear Lord, previously you described the principles of devotional service, which we have done in the past chapters. And that are prescribed by the by followers of the Varnashrama system. So there is a devotional system which the Varnashrama system people from this particular caste, creed and all are supposed to follow supposedly. But even ordinary unregulated human beings so that means are there unregulated human beings also. Who are the unregulated human beings? The unregulated human beings are those which are basically those who have not been divided into a certain category. Are there people in this world who are not divided into a particular category? So the question you may think of, are there really such people? So you will say, oh, you are talking about the Christians, you are talking about this. No, 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 no. We are not talking about any particular kind of people. What we are talking about are those who really don't know which Varnashrama system they belong to. The people who don't know whether they are qualified or no. Now what happens is, you need a qualification. The qualification is, which Varna you come from? Right? <clears throat> so you will say, oh, my forefathers were all Brahmins. But you know, somewhere down the line, my grandmother, 
she married a person who was basically from a vaishya community and now we are a very confused lot so did you understand the confusion which brings about for the people not knowing which varna they come from but let me ask you one question think about it does your blood change no <laughs> the dna is which is carried you know from there to here is still going on strong that means you will still have half of your mother and half of your father in you similarly there is one fourth of your one grandmother one fourth of another grandmother one fourth of another grandfather and one fourth of another grandfather inside of you isn't that so so if you actually see the tree is like this it's, it's wide and it, but it is upside down so <clears throat> if you look at it from that perspective everybody may think they are unregulated but they are definitely under certain category so let us continue from here my dear lord oh mighty arm one previously in your form of lord hamsa you spoke to lord brahma whose religious principles that bring supreme happiness to the practitioner my dear madhava now much time has passed and that which you pres- previously instructed with soon practice soon practically ceased to exist oh subduer of the enemies <clears throat> now this is a very important thing which he says what is he saying he is saying that the whole thing which you had told to brahma ji during a certain yuga whether that is going to remain today or no definitely it's not going to remain because as the yugas pass as everything grows ahead and ahead and ahead the whole system changes you will find that you know now last year or year before last maybe 10 years ago we all ate nagpur santra you know nagpur santra today i go to the market and i tell him nagpur santra dena and he looks at me and he says nagpur santra wo kya hota hai i don't know what you are talking about you mean to say the kino is a no not kino and then he removes a fruit which looks more like a mosambi and a santra that is in a sweet lime and a santra and it tastes very sweet and then you ask him ye kya hai oh wo mandarin orange hai mandarin orange hai actually it's a very surprising thing yesterday or uh, yesterday in the newspaper yesterday day before yesterday in the newspaper the government of india has declared that the largest man you know producers of kela that is bananas in the world is india this news had come two days ago hmm? and under that they had written instead of writing orange they had written mandarin oranges mandarin orange is a, num- a term from china but indian government has started using that because it is no longer nagpur santra you got it it is no longer an orange from nagpur it is mandarin and because we have now shifted over to mandarin instead of hindi now we are going to speak all mandarin so did you see how this whole thing has happened over the years so things have shifted from one to another it has become what we call as you know from one varnashram which was explained to 
Brahma ji by the Lord doesn't exist anymore. So Uddhava says, do those things still exist or no? So does that exist? So let us see. My dear Lord Achyuta, there is no speaker, creator and protector of supreme religious principles other than your Lordship, either on this earth or even in the assembly of Lord Brahma, where the personified Vedas reside. Thus, my dear Lord Madhusudana, when you, who are the very creator, protector and speaker of spiritual knowledge, abandons the earth, who will again speak this lost knowledge? So, what does he say? He says, Lord Achyuta. Lord Achyuta is the name of Sri Krishna. So, he says to Krishna, Krishna, can you please explain to me, see, if you do not explain to me today, what is this great system of Varnashram? Are we actually divided into Brahmins and so on and so forth? Brahmins to Shudra, you know. Are we actually divided like that? The way it was explained years and years ago? Or is it something different? So, because you are the one who gives the entire substance to these laws in this world. So, the laws are defined only by you. So, now please can you tell us this whole thing. Therefore, my Lord, since you are the knower of all religions, principle, religious principles, please describe to me the human beings who may execute the path of loving service to you and how such service is to be rendered. So now, he is telling Krishna, can you please explain to me who is the one and in what way is a person supposed to serve you? Sukhdev Goswami said, Sri Uddhava, the best of the devotees, thus inquired from the Lord, hearing his question, the personality of God at Sri Krishna was pleased and for the welfare of all conditioned souls, spoke to those, those religious principles that are eternal. So now, what does Krishna do? Krishna is now going to give us the real essence or the meaning of the words of Varnashram and how devotional service can be done by people from the different, different... Now, I am not going to use the word caste because that is a misnomer. So, misnomer because it's not a caste system. But for the purpose of understanding, you have to understand that this is actually called the caste system by the people, those who really have no clue about it. So, now let us say, what are the class of the system? Instead of using the caste, I am going to use the word class. Alright? So, what class does a man belong to? And what is the kind of service he is supposed to do? Now, Krishna is going to answer. The Supreme Personality of God had said, My dear Uddhava, your question is faithful to religious principles and thus gives rise to the highest perfection in life. Pure devotional service for both ordinary human beings and the followers of the Varanashrama system. Now, please learn from me those supreme religious principles. Krishna is qualifying his sentence over here. What does he qualify his sentence into? He says very clearly, I am going to describe you two things. What are the two things? First is how this class system has been divided. Alright? First, class system division 
and the second. What is the second one? The way in which unregulated people in this world, how they are divided in the various devotional services. So it is not only those who think they belong to a particular category, but those who believe they don't fall under any category. That is, you know, many people still say, I don't give a damn about which particular class or caste I am in. You know, there are lots of people in India today and the world. They will say, I am an atheist. I don't belong to this. They can say that. Now, there is somebody over there who will say, no, I don't believe in your religion. You know, my religion is be good to everybody. Fine, fine, fine. So that means, does he not belong to a particular category? He definitely belongs to a particular category. And then, there are those kind of people who will say, I don't give a damn about any religion. You know, I am a free man. I can do what I feel like. There are those unregulated people. Or there are those who are die-hard people. How die-hard they are? They will say, I belong only to a particular category. I am a Christian. I am a Hindu. I am a Muslim. I am this. I am that. I don't give a damn about your system division. Got it? So those people are also unregulated by any particular book, religion or laws. So those people also. Yes, there is one other person also remaining. And those are the Neil deGrasse Tyson type of people. Or Charles or Dawkins. Or those kind of people. You know? So, these people who are very, you know, they want to fight religion from whichever point of view. They say, we are the scientists, we know science, I know everything. And they say, we are the unregulated type. So, even for them, there is a particular system. So, Krishna is going to now describe that system. In the beginning, in the Satyuga, there was only one social class called Hamsa to which all human beings belong. In that age, all people were unalloyed devotees of the Lord from birth. And thus, the learned scholars called them the first age, Krita Yoga, or the age in which all religious duties are perfectly fulfilled. So, what is Krishna now describing? He says, during the ancient times. Ancient times? What had happened at that point in time? There was this particular yuga which is called the Sat Yuga. Sat also translates into the truth, isn't it? Everybody says the truth. There is no need of falsehood. Why is there no need of falsehood? There is no need of falsehood because people are very, very focused in doing their jobs only. They are not focused into looking, uske paas jada hai, mere paas kam hai, because there was no such kind of a distinction existing. You see, somebody was earning 2 rupees and somebody was earning 4 rupees or somebody was earning 100 rupees. The 2 rupee person never thought to himself, you know, why is that person getting 100 rupees? <coughs> or if one person had one car and the other person had 10 cars, why is that person having 10 cars and I am having only one car? Or there would be another person who would say, I don't have any car at all. You see, I go by two, two legs, you know, that's it. This kind of distinction never was there during that time. And that is the reason why everything was so truthful and straightforward. And everybody was called Hamsa. Hamsa means the bird which is able to segregate water from milk. You see, the Hamsa is a bird. Okay, Hamsa? Swan. S-W-A-N, swan. 
But the swan is a bird. If you give that swan a katori of milk, you know, some milk, the moment it dips its beak inside, what happens is there are certain juices inside its mouth which fall inside that milk. And the moment it falls inside, the milk is curdled. It separates, you know, like a paneer. Paneer and water. So, paneer and water. So, then it eats the paneer and throws the water out. Yes, there are many people who will say, come on, that fellow is not getting any nutrition because there is whey inside that water. <laughs> so, no, the, the, the bird doesn't require whey, it doesn't have muscle power, it is supposed to be flying. Okay, so maybe it requires the brain power. <laughs> so, let us come back to this. So, this is how people were, they were called hamsas. They could segregate everything out. They understood the truth about religion. They understood the truth about knowledge, perfect knowledge, divine knowledge. And that is why that yuga was called Krita Yuga. Krita Yuga means the age in which all religious duties are perfectly fulfilled. That means everybody performs their religious duties perfectly, absolutely perfectly. In Satyuga, the undivided Veda is expressed in the syllable Om. And I am the only object of mental activities. I become manifest as a four-legged bull of religion and thus the inhabitants of Satyuga, first fixed in austerity and free from all sins, worship me as Lord Hamsa. So during that first Yuga, it's called the Satyuga or Krita, what happened was the Lord was the only person of their devotion. Hmm? At that time there was no Madhuri Dikshits. Hmm? And there were no, no other heroines in this world. Okay? <laughs> and there was no Helen of Troy. There was no Cleopatra. Nobody to actually disturb your mind. So the only person the person they were in love with was Krishna. That's it. The only person in their world was Krishna. And once the person was devoted to this Krishna, then it was all about one thing only. What was that one thing? That one thing was... I am focused in my job, I have to perform my duties and I am supposed to be doing exactly what I am supposed to be doing, which is laid down in my charter of things to do. So man was focused in doing his job. He was not focused into any other thing. There was no money making, there was no pandering to anybody, there were no politicians, politicians were not there, there was no policeman because nobody robbed. Remember this was a Satyuga, isn't it? Everything was truthful. So where is the question of having policemen? No, there is a question of gathering gold and you know storing it inside your cupboard. There are no cupboards only. You know there is a particular place in, in Maharashtra. It's called Shingnapur. Shingnapur. Okay. Shingnapur is very very famous for what is called as the Shani Maharaj temple. It's called Shani Dev of Shingnapur. Okay. Now, in that particular village, the temple, there is a very big statue of Shani Maharaj. Shani, you know, na? Saturn, right? The Lord. So, is there. Shani Maharaj is there, right in the middle of the, of the village. And the temple is open. There is no chat over there. There is, no, there is nothing on top. So, people just go and worship the statue and go away from there. Till two months ago, women were not allowed inside that cubicle. Now they are allowed. Some law changes have happened. Anyway, that is beside the point. What is the most important thing in this village? You see, nobody locks the door. 
nobody locks the door there are no kundis you know those things that you say latch there are no latches for the door why because there are no locks to be put over there everybody is having keeping their doors open throughout the day and night it does not matter nobody robs over there now you may say oh people are so truthful no they are afraid of shani maharaj they are afraid of shani maharaj anybody who goes and robs anything from that village even if you take one pin from there shani maharaj is going to come and bounce and sit on top of your head and he is going to butcher you okay and this is the reason why everybody is afraid to go and rob anything and that is the reason why there are no locks in that village now think about this kind of a condition where in the past in satyuga everything was free everything was open there was nothing to lock and nothing to hide somewhere okay there were no affairs going on there was no girlfriends boyfriend nothing 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 there was only one lover in their life and that was only sri krishna nobody else got it and this krishna was in the form of a big bull see or rather here it is given as a lord hamsa so he was in the form of a very big bird and what was it they it was called the four legged bull of religion four legged bull of religion all four legs were perfect everything was perfect and the bull was going around so it is it is just a way of talking okay it doesn't mean that the lord or the bull because every taurian will think you know i was the lord during that time maybe <laughs> you know it's a joke anyway coming back to it oh greatly fortunate one at the beginning of the treta yuga vedic knowledge appeared from my heart which is the abode of the air of life in three divisions as rig sam and yajur and from that knowledge i appeared as threefold sacrifices now during the next yuga once that particular yuga finished then the second yuga started the second yuga was called as treta okay treta and the treta yuga what happened was naturally some amount of problems started cropping up little little problems started coming so natural it's but natural if there is a problem there is always has to be a solution okay now you may say problem solution of course you see i made a bicycle okay with the tires all right now the bicycle was going quite well and suddenly it hit one nail now if there is a pss which is happening for the bicycle don't i require a, a pump to fill the air in so that is literally like i am creating something and then i require a person who is going to repair my bicycle he is going to put a patch to it so when he puts a patch to it then he will require the patches then then he will require the gum then he requires instruments to open that thing so many things come into the picture have you ever thought about that okay just having a phone doesn't work no you require the internet service provider you require the sim card you require everybody over there and then on top of it you drop the phone dump what happens you to go and repair it no so somebody is required to repair it also so for every action you will require require some sort of a thing to be done so now if there is something which is going smoothly and one hiccup happens you need somebody to repair that thing 
so and secondly most important there should be a rule book which says don't go over a nail cycle chalao don't go over a nail correct don't drop your phone right so there are those rules and regulations which have to come into effect now think about it in the man's world what happened during this particular second yoga which is called the treta man started doing all kinds of things and then there were lots of hiccups there were lots of problems and during that problem phase god had to come up with his do's and don'ts so the vedas came into the picture and the vedas are nothing but the rules and regulations of how this world has to behave what is to be done what prayers to be done so on and so forth it is a rule book like a constitution when india became independent you know freedom we got our freedom from the british to regulate india the indian people sat together with the under the you know dr baba saheb ambedkar and every other person jawahar lal nehru and you know everybody all got together and wrote a piece of legislation which is called the constitution which is called the indian constitution so during the second yuga a constitution got written which is what we call as the ved now these vedas were at that time three what were the three vedas they were divided into rigved samved yajurved now you know i'm sure you have heard of people who say oh i am a samved i am a rigved you know people say this kind of things i'm sure you you know no there are lots of people in this world who will tell you i come from this this gotra i come from this this thing and so on and so how did that come about so there are some people who are connected to a particular veda particular type of a category so they will say i come from this category i definitely you know now let us say i am the founding father of united states of america there are lots of people in united states who will say that i am from that particular community i am from the you know red indian tribe huh? and in india they will say i am from the royal royal challengers team even in ipl they have that no so like that you know rajasthan or something like that and indian something and bombay something so everybody is divided now because of which particular category they belong to so he says the three divisions were there the three kinds of vedas came into the picture which was called rig sam and yajur three vedas three vedas for what reason for different different kinds of things to be regulated not only one no see it is like this when now let us say you have dropped your phone tap it fell down the glass broke so to replace the glass you will have to buy that cover from somewhere isn't it but now let us say the battery has gone off the battery something went off so for the battery you have to go to the service center another department is required for the glass which you broke you can buy it on amazon or some such thing you know or you can go to the neighboring store the hey, boss mera battery mera you know cover tod gaya so he will give you but what happens if the battery goes you have to send it to the service center now the service center is going to replace the hardware now the software goes bust then what happens 
then he says you know the service center says sir we have to keep your phone for 20 days you know what your uh, your you know service karna padega we have to put this uh, new software into it and then we have to run it and so on and so forth so now did you see there are three people who came into the picture one is the software engineer somebody is going to somebody is hardware somebody is into the glass on top or something so did you see there are different people for different kinds of jobs exactly in the same way the vedas came into the picture so that there could be divisions of this that and that right so different kinds of activity different kinds of things you may say what are you talking about see it is like this you know suppose you have a problem with your teeth can you go to your general practitioner and say mera daad dukhta hai no i have to go to a dentist ah just imagine i am going to a veterinarian he is also a doctor no suppose i go to a veterinarian the veterinarian is a doctor but he is an animal doctor what he is going to remove your teeth or what so veterinarian handles veterinarian which is basically connected to animals you are a human being so the human being has a doctor of his own and this particular doctor is a gp no but for the dentist there is a bds person who has done dental surgery you know that so now did you understand why these divisions are important is exactly how our world works so he says this kind of knowledge appears threefold for problems connected to your you know health you have to go to a different person for your psychological problems you have to go to a psychiatrist or you know psychologist or whoever abhi tumhara dimag hi kharab hai main kya karu usme you can't go to your doctor regular doctor and say sir mera dimag kharab ho gaya hai can you go and tell him that he'll say you go take some rest that's it that's it no now you have a problem with your studies let us say then what happens the person will say oh that's a problem with studies that is nothing to do with a doctor so did you get that this is exactly how it works so now let us come to this next line in treta yoga the four social orders were manifested from the universal form of the personality of godhead the brahmanas appear for the lord's face the kshatriyas from the lord's arms the vaishyas from the lord's thighs and the shudras from the legs of that mighty form each social division was recognized by its particular duties and behavior this is where the problem starts the problem is the brahmins say we came from the lord's face what do you mean by lord's face oh we are the superior variety of people sorry nobody is a superior variety of people now just imagine if the superior variety of people are going to come from the face what happens imagine this same sentence i will show you how it can be turned around the lord is a pig varaha avatar so what face he will have the face of a pig no so if the brahmins are saying we are coming from the face of the lord if the do- lord is a pig's face then what is going to happen to the brahmins so this sentence should not be misconstrued by anybody in this world 
doesn't mean that you have come from the face that means you look nice you are fair people everything looks i, I look like a, the hottest girl in the world i am the hottest man i have you know six pack abs aisa kuch nahi hai or the kshatriya says oh you see i came from the lord's arms oh, i got oh, see look at my arms what dwayne johnson ke jaisa arms bola i am a kshatriya look at my arms nothing like that so always remember this this kind of nonsense is to be kept aside this is a misconstruing this this is absolutely distorting the entire imagery of what the lord is talking about and from the lord's thighs who came the vaishyas thai thailand se aaya you know what are they talking about vaishyas are coming from the thighs and shudras are from the legs no it is not like that we should actually think in terms of what exactly does the lord do the face you see the face of any human being is the way how presentation is done when you look at the face of a person okay there are people in this world who don't look at the face they look at other things but let us talk about a man and you are going to look at the man's face only okay yes you will say in you know, a dwayne johnson i am not looking at the face i am looking at his ripped muscles no just look at a normal human being what are you going to see you are going to look at the face only the face is a place where we normally put our trust in isn't it we say you know oh face very good looking handsome like but very clean eyes you know clear eyes he's got a nice nose like that all those kind of things so when we say the brahmins came from the face what does it mean they represent the whole world these are called representatives of the lord so the brahmins are representative of the lord the face is the representation of the human being likewise here the brahmins are the ones who represent the lord now in our world question yourself who represents the lord do you think some person who puts one shandy over here and goes ram 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 all the time you think that kind of an idiot is going to be representation of the lord i'm sorry this is not a representation of the lord a lord is a kind compassionate being who is teaching the world who is very nice and he is a very very good person isn't it isn't that what you look at the lord for so now who is this person who is represented over there it is called the knowers of the lord the person who knows the lord perfectly who can represent the lord these are people who are sakshat lord themselves which means the gurus the teachers the teachers of the vedas and the shastras basically not the brahmins brahmins please do not mix up this word brahmin as a knower of all this he has no knowledge about the lord he just has knowledge about like that some some book he will read and he will by heart it and he can give you all kinds of exposition doesn't make a difference he doesn't know the lord the brahmin as dimensioned by krishna over here understands the lord perfectly who can understand the lord perfectly a realized being a person who is a realized being who knows the lord perfectly so the number one face 
represents realized beings and no brahmin in this world is a realized person from our you know very very uh, narrow point of view this brahmin which krishna is talking about is a realized person somebody who knows the lord so who are the realized beings the realized beings are the sai babas the ramkrishna paramahansas you know all those kind of people that we know about the kabirs huh? mirabais of this world so those are the people we is talking about the second one he says the kshatriyas from the lord's arms what do we use the arms for for doing all kinds of activities connected to work w o r k work and are you not using your fingers do this do that this can be done that can be done we do that we do heavy liftings we do pushing pulling with the arms what do we do all these kind of activities we are doing so what are these activities these are work based okay and they are always with the arms you use the swords the guns the weapons the computers all those kind of things you use now who is the person who can do this somebody who can run the system or rule the system so the second one from the arms of the lord the people who came from there are the rulers the ones who regulate and rule the whole world that means what you will find that there are great leaders okay who are the great leaders there are various great leaders like in india we had mahatma gandhi we had jawaharlal nehru now we have narendra modi and worldwide also there are lots of great leaders there is somebody who is a secretary general of the united nations there is a prime minister of a country like you know earlier on there were lots of prime ministers now also there is there is a main ux uk and so on and so forth and in united states there is donald trump now these are the people who are there are they not ruling the country they rule the country then there are chairmen of companies right there are managing directors there are ceos of companies of banks institutions so many things the ones who rule the world the ones who rule the world small even your managers they are ruling you isn't it in your company you have your own managers your set of people who have so many people under them so the second is the ruling class so kshatriyas directly transforms into ruling class somebody who is ruling over somebody else that means giving decisions telling them what they are supposed to do how they are supposed to do so on and so forth did you get it good then the third one from the lord's thighs what are the thighs meant for the thighs are meant for the purpose of a particular activity right what is the activity the activity is what we call as a propagation propagation means creating something doing something so propagation right aage chalne ka right they are used for the purpose of activities in a different domain so vaishya the class of people that he is talking about are the money makers are the people who become the foundation of the society by means of which you the legs are running ha huh? 
the body is held by the torso. The torso is on top of the thighs, isn't it? Your thighs, you know the thigh bone is the strongest bone in our body. Do you know that the thigh bone is the strongest bone in our body? Not the legs, not the one below. Hmm? I don't know what it is called. It is femur or fibula, tibia, I don't know. I've forgotten the name. But that is the bone. The thigh bone is the strongest bone. On that, the whole body is standing. The legs are running because of that bone. Okay? So, this, what is the basis of this entire world standing on top of it? It's called wealth. Right? It's called wealth. It's called money. Everything runs because of money, we say, no? So, who runs this wealthy system? Who runs this thing? It is nothing but vicious. They are the people who have funding, finances, this, that, so on and so forth. And then the last is from the legs. What do the legs do? The legs do running around. Running around everywhere. That means the one who is actually running around this whole company, this whole world. The people who do the physical work. Physically or mentally, those who do the work, they are the ones who are called the Shudras. Now, do not mix up the Shudra from the you know, scheduled caste, scheduled type, this, that, all that nonsense is crazy. Here Krishna is giving a definition. The Shudra are the working type of people, the working class. That means a class in an organization. You know, the system, the people who write the codes and so on and so forth. Okay, you have your people who are running your companies, uh, you know, running this whole world. Those who are coming and doing your work in your house, or everybody, including your own self. If you are working for under somebody, under somebody, then you are a Shudra. Okay? So each social division is is recognized by its particular duties and behaviors. So there are certain duties and behaviors. Krishna is not telling you over here anything which you should misconstrue. He is very clear. Each social division is recognized by particular duties. And not because you come, I am from the scheduled caste tribe, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing like that. I come from this OBC, yo, nothing like that. He is very clearly saying it is recognized by the particular duty and the behavior. Behavior, why is behavior? Think, the behavior of a Kshatriya is to rule other people. So is he going to say, Achha, tum karega to achha rahega. You see, a person who is not from the Kshatriya category will not request the work to be done. Just think about it. Narendra Modi comes to a department. Please, can you do this work for me? You think Narendra Modi is going to come and say that? Narendra Modi will say, I want this done. There is a way of talking, isn't it? You know, the lower class people, they do not talk like this. They will say, sir, 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 please, please, can I do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, those kind of pandering type of people. They are being ruled the lower class. The ruler class will tell you exactly what you are supposed to do. And in, in my class, have I not told all of y'all 
to become that class you need to first take decisions in your life you know there are lots of people in my world now i am going to definitely take a diversion over here and tell you something there are lots of people in my world if i tell them na you should take a decision in your life and you know what they'll say oh we were waiting for you to come so that we can take a decision you are a shudra irresponsible people okay no it is important to you have to take a decision you have to take a call right and this is the most important part in our life what is it to, we are supposed to do we are supposed to be taking a decision all right there are lots of people in this world who will say mere wife ne bola hai ye aisa nahi karne ka so wife becomes a kshatriya and this man becomes a shudra can you understand in one house only there are too many divisions correct i have to take my wife's permission or there are women in this world oh let me ask my husband what you want to ask your husband for you want to ask your husband why i should buy this or should i not buy that you know what will i do with the money where will i get the money from you know he is going to work okay so the woman becomes a shudra over there do you understand this somebody who is incapable of deciding anything in the life the one who gives reasons for not doing a certain work is 100% a shudra i can write and give you somebody who just shirks away responsibility okay and here i am using it in an absolutely derogatory terms some people in our world will say na oh you know i couldn't do this because this thing never happened and that thing never happened and this is like that and that is like that nachna jane angan teda we call it in hindi people who don't know to dance you know they will not dance even if they know dance they will not dance and they will blame the whole world for it they will say you know angan teda angan teda means you know the place where i was supposed to dance it is uneven that's why i couldn't dance what you have learned dancing and you are telling me you can't dance because this, the angan is not correct yeah, well i have been given a lot of people have given me this kind of an answers and that clearly classifies you into a shudra community somebody who shirks responsibility somebody who shirks decision making processes somebody who says i cannot do it the doers are kshatriyas they know exactly when to hit when to do certain things they know how to fight they know how to win they know how to be a very good warriors kshatriyas are supposed to be warriors in a normal sense isn't it just imagine there is a company okay and there is a chairman or a, or a ceo of a company and the ceo comes and asks one person hey can you tell me whether i should invest in this company or no you know what you are a ceo you are supposed to take a decision on investments and here you are going and asking some person no it's your decision making capabilities capacities which will be the kshatriya type but there are people who are confused ha confusion both hai confusion kis liye hai 
क्योंकि उनके लाइफ में है ना डिसीजन मेकिंग कैपेसिटी इला यू नो हाउ दे आर दे आर गोइंग टू से विच क्लास आई शुड ज्वाइन शुड आई ज्वाइन दिस क्लास और दैट क्लास और दैट थिंग और दैट थिंग आफ्टर माई बी ए बी कॉम इन वॉट एवर यू नो आई डोंट नो वॉट आई एम गोइंग टू डू यू नो देर आर दिस काइंड ऑफ इडियट्स इन दिस वर्ल्ड ऑल्सो हु विल से आई डोंट नो वॉट आई शुड डू गो जम्प आउट ऑफ द विंडो यू डोंट नो वॉट यू आर गोइंग टू डू मीन्स वॉट लड़की सामने खड़ी है बोल रही है आती क्या खंडाला एंड दिस बॉय इज सिंग आई डोंट नो वॉट आई एम सपोज टू डू दिस इज द स्टूपिडेस्ट थिंग इन द वर्ल्ड यू बेटर अंडरस्टैंड वॉट यू आर सपोज टू डू सो बाय द वे वॉट इज द मैक्सिमम दैट कैन हैपन टू वॉट यू डू वॉट इज द मैक्सिमम दैट कैन हैपन द मैक्सिमम दैट कैन हैपन इज यू कूड फेल इज इंट इट वेन यू आर डूइंग सर्टन थिंग वॉट इज द मैक्सिमम दैट कैन हैपन इज यू कूड फेल but think about it you first have to try no you know 99% of the people don't even want to try they have what is called as a starting problem gaadi mein petrol hai sab kuch hai lekin start hi nahi hota ekko karke starting hi nahi karte people start companies but they don't even work in it isn't it people start you know they oh i am going to put money in the bank they put the money one time and after that they forget about it why was that money put over there so that i can make my million dollars and they have forgotten about it so what is the point in having this kind of, so this person is all shudra shudra category useless people those who keep on giving reasons those who don't want to work those who always keep on saying i can't do this this is not possible now do you understand what is he saying by the behavior the behavior of a human being describes what category he belongs to decision makers people who take firm decisions in their life are the kshatriya type the first class that is basically what we call as the brahmins are not decision makers or anything like that they are very very clearly refined human beings of the highest order what kind the knowers of god the knowers of truth the knowers of realization the self you know they know the self these are the first category and this is very very rare bird you cannot find them they are all parmahansas hmm? how many parmahansas would be there in this world today it's an extinct bird like the dodo you know dodo is extinct it doesn't exist dodo is called a flightless bird doesn't have wings and this bird has disappeared in the same way these paramahansas are disappeared there are no paramahansas left in this world so if somebody says i am a self realized person ask them go go to the mental asylum maybe you will be realized over there ha huh. so first category is not to be mentioned second category is decision makers got it those who can decide for other people the leader class the third one is the one who runs the system by means of wealth finances so on and so forth they are people those who are traders and so on and so forth you know people who buy sell those kind of things they go and dig in the 
uh, you know, gold mines. Yes. People, those who know how the system runs. These are the blocks of the society. Then the last one. The last society is, the last people from the society are called Shudras. I don't know. First thing they will say. I don't know. I don't know how things are done. It's not possible. It is impossible. This is, cannot be done. Oh, I, I cannot do because that fellow is very bad. This fellow is not good. These are Shudra kind. The shirkers are those who work also, but they work like donkeys, you know, donkeys in the sense, they don't use your brains. They just work for the purpose of working. So you have all other category, that is the last category. So the last category is the biggest category in this world. Understood? So this is the way how these divisions have happened. The married order of life appeared from the loins of my universal form and the celibate students came from my heart. The forest dwelling retired order of life appeared from my chest and the renounced order of life was situated within the head of my universal form. So here he is again describing something very unique. The married order that is the grahastha. There is a grahastha, no? Grahastha is one who gets married. They appeared from the loins. Loin mezeaya. Hmm? From his reproductory organ. Reproductive organ. So those who are interested in having sex and having marriage and having children and this and that and want to live in this world as a happily married. I am happily married. I want a family and all that. All these kind of people come from the loins of the Lord. So these people, they are more their brain works only on the sexual organ. They don't have any other thing to do. They only produce children. They get married. They want to settle down. They want to have families. They want to have a life where I just want to settle down. I just want to work somewhere a little bit, earn money. And I want to put my feet on top and then I want to watch television. So such kind of people are there. So they come from the loins. Then, the celibate students came from my heart. Celibate. What is a celibate? Somebody who doesn't want to get married. They are called celibates. They don't want to have any kind of sexual activity in this world. They are not interested in all kinds of things which are connected to bachcha paida karne ka, family karne ka, unko koi pari nahi hai. Yeah. These people are the ones who came from the heart of the Lord. The Lord's heart is neutral in this world. He is not a man nor a woman. He is a neutral being. He doesn't side with man or the woman. He is neither a man nor a woman and he is neutral in that aspect. So from the heart of the Lord came the celibates or these students. The forest dwelling retired order of life appeared from my chest. Chest is this one. You know, this pura chest is Lungs means apna chest na. Where from there came what? The forest dwelling time. That is one prashta people. Those who go to the forest, they stay over there. They have a renounced time of a life. You know, they, they don't care about. They will eat berries or fruits or this and that and very simple lifestyle. They are not bothered about it. They will have one glass of water. They will eat little stuff. You know, dal rice or something and they may stay in the in the 
in the jungles they don't do anything can you stop doing all the posting of facebook right now please do not post anything on the facebook because it appears as notification and it disturbs and the disturbance happens and it is not correct so whoever is doing it should refrain from doing it so <clears throat> the renounced order of life was situated within the head of my universal form so between the head of my universal form i'm getting notifications after notifications so from the head came those forms what are those which are the renounced orders of life renounce means somebody who has given up not the one prastha the one prastha illa neither the ones which i discussed about whom did i discuss about the celibate the celibate means the person who doesn't want to get married the one who wants to get married came from the genitals the one who doesn't want to get married came from the heart the one who wants to go to the jungles and live a very simple lifestyle came from the chest but the one who came from the head who is the one who came from the head these are the renounced people renunciates they don't care for anything they may or may not even wear simple clothes they may go naked like an avdhuta or they could be just having simple clothing orange color clothing you know normally you have seen so those who wear orange color clothes okay and they are the renunciates they don't have any wants or desires in this world they are not saying i want to live in this country i want to travel here they don't say any of those things they don't say i want money they don't say i want clothes they don't say anything so renunciates come from the head of the lord so now we have described how the different orders have been defined so first we took up the four categories which is brahmin kshatriya vaishya and shudra and now we have come to the categories which is describing how family life is so first first came the the genital part which describes the grahastha ashram then came the next one where a person becomes a renunciate like he uh, sorry he becomes a celibate the celibate person the one who says i don't want to get married this person comes from the heart of the lord the third person which is the one who says now i finish with my life i am a retired person this comes from the chest and the last one comes from the head which is called renunciate person who has given up on all activities in his life and become a person who runs after only the divine knowledge so these are the different categories which we have now discussed so we shall stop over here okay tomorrow we will continue from verse number 15 onwards all right so today we will stop over here